People love him already. He's got the uh, Rhode Island twang. The long pass to Moore and a pin block from Martin. Tune in to Cam's corner. He's going <laughs> to make it here. Draws the foul for another Rhode Island in one. I can't his own podcast. It's good off the backboard and in. On a break. And we are back, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Cam's Corner today. Joining me, a 6'3", 305-pound offensive lineman for Villanova University from Hope, Rhode Island, Jake Bacard. Jake, thank you for joining me. And again, your first podcast appearance. How are we feeling? I'm uh, feeling good. Good, man. I'm happy to have you. Happy to finally get you down and, you know, talk football, talk where it all started. So, you know, growing up in Hope, Rhode Island, um, what were sports like for you at an early age? You know, what sports did you start playing? And when did you start getting into football? Um, I feel like I've always played football. I think like like this first sport I remember ever playing. I think I was five when I started. I was back in the Tritown Titans. Uh, I was just flag football. Um, and then to Pee Wee, and then uh, my little brother no longer had a team for the Titans, so we made the switch to Johnston. And I think I was there for three or four years. Yeah, and, right. So middle school kind of came around because of of just kind of like the situations that your brothers were in, or was it kind of deciding like where you wanted to play? Like what would make you kind of a better player overall would situate you better than than yeah, back at home. I mean, um, I feel like we always kind of talked about like situate football being D three, right? And so like just getting to like a spot that would put you in the best position and get the most exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely made that switch. Partially because he, because my little brother needed a team to play on because he didn't have enough kids. And I also went to school in Johnston, so it was an easy switch to make. And then from Johnston, uh, my older brother went to Hendrickson. So from there, it was just like my parents were just like, well, that's where you're going to. So it's always been like, like kind of just like set up for me. Mm. But I feel like my parents and my, like, just my whole family kind of put me in like the best position for me without me even really, really knowing. So in middle school, you you went to uh, like a private school in Johnson, or was it? Because I know you didn't come to Ferry, but what was? Uh, yeah. Where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to St. Rocco's. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, my mom was like big on getting a Catholic school education, so like I went there since I think pre-K. So I was there for like ten years from pre-K through eighth grade. Right, and then youth. Obviously, you played with the Panthers in the the Johnson mm-hmm. Youth League. Um, played basketball with a few of my guys for AAU and travel and all that. Um. Yeah. Was there ever was like that, a yeah? Was there ever like a decision to like kind of pursue basketball too, or was it always just kind of locked in on football? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I always enjoyed playing basketball. Um, I played like AAU with you guys, and I think once I got to high school, I just uh, I played freshman basketball for Hendrickson, and I just I dropped so much weight, and I looked like a skinny little basketball player, and my parents were like, oh, I don't know if that's really good for you for football being 180, 6'3", trying to play a line. Um, so then from there, I was like, I had to make a decision. And for me, it was kind of just a no-brainer. Like, basketball was always just there to have – it was just a, a sport to have fun. Yeah. You were only 180 freshman year? Yeah, I dropped a lot. It was not – Wow. Yeah, I was I was definitely skinny back then. Yeah. But I ended yeah. up – I put the weight back on. Good weight, though. Yeah, no, for for sure, and obviously, like with Hendrickson, like you gotta you gotta adjust quickly because um, there's freshman level, there's junior varsity, and then there's varsity. Usually, like public schools, there's only junior varsity and varsity to kind of work in. So you kind of had like a little short window in that four year span. But you know the 
the youth days come to an end, you land on Hendrickson. Um, you know, what was kind of like the difference maker from that youth, you know, cause a lot of the kids weren't really like your size at that age. Now coming to Hendrickson, you got to kind of, like you said, put on that weight. So what was that like transition process like at like an early age? Yeah. I mean, I feel like from freshman year to sophomore year, it was like a big, uh, it was like a big change. I had to like figure out how to start lifting effectively. Cause I feel like I've always been in the weight room, but I haven't been like, putting on that much muscle and getting that much stronger. So just making that jump from freshman to sophomore year, because I didn't want to play junior varsity. I wanted to, everyone, everyone wants to be on varsity. So it was just like finding like what was going to help me with the protein shapes, uh, hitting the weightlift hard. And then that ultimately helped me get to where I was on varsity. Um, and then I think from my junior year, I attended the uh, San Antonio, um, the combine in Texas. And from that understanding, it just like made me think about like how I was doing well in Rhode Island, but not compared to like other kids from all across the country, I was still small. So I think the biggest thing from that point on was I started working with Kevin. I know um, Tom and Nick worked with Kevin uh, for footwork. And then he introduced me to Joe from Next Level. And then from that point, I went from like 260 and now 305. And I work out every time I go back home. So I think that's been like the biggest thing, just like the footwork and then hitting the weight room with Joe. Because like I feel like that's what really took me from playing at like the varsity level of high school to getting ready for the college like recruiting process. Right. And obviously high school is like, it's a different animal coming from, like we said, like youth now to like the D1 level at, at Rhode Island. But then when you said you went to San Antonio, then that's like a completely different breed of guys that are, you know, yeah. obviously bigger than you. And like you said, you got to work your way up um, and things like that. But uh, so you found more of it. You saw more of a difference when you went away out of the state rather than just from middle school to high school. Yeah, I feel like we definitely saw like in Rhode Island, I feel like we always hired like those, like a handful of guys we're making it to the next level, but not every team had them. Not every right. player on the team was one. So it was just like when I really went out and I saw everyone, because I guess when like when you kind of like you get like a new perspective, like everyone's like I just remember like watching some of the guys pass that, and I'm like, wow, like they look great doing it. Mm. And like looking back, even to my Hendrickson and like younger days, like we didn't really like pass the ball like that. It was always like a quick little pass. Like my pass pro like wasn't like that important. And then coming to all these camps, I was just seeing how like these guys have been like pass setting for like looks like they've been pass setting like that since Pee Wee football. Yeah. So it was just like it was eye opening because I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta make up for that. Yeah, and like you said too earlier with like Hendrickson, um, you wanted to play varsity like right out of the gate. Um, so when did you start seeing like serious playing time and like your role start to like really be like a contributing factor for like the Hawks over, you know, your four year tenure there? Yeah. I mean, my first um, day of sophomore year, we started the summer workouts and we just like kind of hit it from there. And I was just like, I was like, I after freshman football. I remember, um, coach P like coming in like, Oh, look, if you want to play varsity, you got to pay your weight up. You're looking a little skinny. Um, so like just going from like that, like I had a mindset, like I had to get ready. 
and then like I worked hard. We went to five a.m. workouts whenever I could, and then I think I think my junior year is when I kind of started to like take everything under my belt because sophomore year I was like I was playing, I was playing guard, um, but I was going against guys that were graduating high school, and me I was still a young kid, and I was still still just kind of like get the feel of things like the ropes. Like I knew how to block, I knew how to play football, but just like getting like, like developing like that football IQ, I think definitely started junior year into senior year. I feel like that kind of like made like the difference where I kind of like took up the mantle myself. I was like, oh, now I have to teach the younger guys like what the program's all about. Yeah, and on uh, Villanova's website, that's like at the top of like your player profile is that you know you're a very high cued um, football player. Um, so growing up like in that um, in that Hendrickson system. Um, you mentioned a few guys, but who were some coaches and um, some trainers during like the offseason as well that helped you really like progress and, and just get better like year after year? Yeah, there's definitely um, from like an O-line perspective, there's uh, Bucci and Sackett who helped me uh, when I was Coach P, Coach Croft. Um, there was like all the coaching staff really like put in an effort. I know Coach P definitely helped me get on the radar. Uh, like Coach Hadwin did the same thing. Like we would um, use their office. Because um, what really helped me, I think, was um, Xavier Trust was ahead of me. Um, so, like, all these big schools, like, he went to the same camps I went to, and he was like, oh, like, you should go to these camps, because I went to them. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And he got a lot, a lot of exposure, and whenever coaches would come in to see him, um, they'd send me, like, Coach P would, like, send me a text, and the office would call me down, and they would allow me to, like, introduce myself to the coaches um, who weren't really there to see me, but it was still a good like it was a great like chance that like they provided me to like get my name out there. Um, and that's where I actually, I met coach divine, the Villanova coach who came down. I think I was junior year. I met him and then he remembered me from uh, a camp. I, like I saw him again at Rutgers and he remembered coming to see me at Hendrickson. Yeah. Those, those connections go a long way. And of course, someone like Xavier and, um, another name that I think of is uh, Jason Onye, who's at Notre Dame. Like those those yeah. teammates that you've been playing with over those years, um, you know, obviously they had different paths and they had a lot of opportunities come their way. But like you said, you were able to be a part of those opportunities as well. You know, open more doors for you down the line, like you said, with the Villanova coach and things like that. Um, I was going to say, like, what was it like kind of like playing with uh, guys like of that caliber, like Xavier and, and Jason and more guys that are now at the D1 level as well? Yeah, I mean, it's just, um, it's great to see where everyone started from because we all started at, like, freshman football, um, just, like, not used to, like, our size. And then, like, as, like, we progressed, um, like, physically, we kind of, like, figured out, like, this is, like, what we have to do that we can keep going. And just, like, seeing how, like, Jason and X and even myself, like, how far we've come since our first days of varsity, um, it's always like funny to like see like because they just remember like us getting down in our stances and they're like all awkward and it looks like not like looks kind of funny and then like now and it's like Georgia won two championships, Jason did Notre Dame, all of Villanova, and it's like kind of just funny like looking back on like how things were. Yeah, and and again like winning as many championships as you guys did, um, a lot of memories go into that, a lot of you know, hard work and, and things like that. But uh, I like to ask a lot of, because I've talked to a lot of like you guys from Hendrickson, like you, uh, Angel, of course, Nick and Tom, and haven't got a chance to talk to Jason or X yet, but definitely trying to do that down the line. Um, but what was your, like, like when you think about it, uh, high school football, your favorite high school football memory? 
Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> trying to think. I think um, which. So like I, I, there's the ton because again you guys won so many championships yeah. there and there's such a short amount of time but um, I think, think um, I think junior year was probably the best um, championship win because my sophomore year we lost it was the end of like the right. streak they called it I think it was a seven year streak and mm-hmm. like being on the team that like like everyone like laying down like all the alumni and all them because like everyone was like was invested in that and then like looking back on being the team that like lost it it was like well, now like how are we going to get back like, how are we going to get it back so i think junior year we just came back like my junior year and we just came back and it was just like i think that was like the best because everyone just played together i think x was still on the team um that was because like going from not winning by just one point to then Crushing them the second time, following year is always. It was. I think that was the best. Yeah. And then senior year, I think we just kind of beat up everybody. It was a. It was a fun. It was like a good. It was a good game. Good. A lot of great memories. But I think junior year was the best. And your senior year, you got to play with your brother too, right? I did. Um, I had to help him out a little bit because, like, yeah. you know, like the young guys, like everyone's like, you got to know, like, what you got to do, how you got to act. Because it's different from like TV football mm-hmm. to the high school to the college level. Like you have to act like composed yourself. When someone yells at you, you can't yell back. You got to be like, "Let's coach." So just like from that perspective, just helping him, taking him under my wing, and helping him out when I can. Was um is he playing at the the college level now? Yeah, he is a walk on at the University of New Haven. So wow. he's been. He's, I think, I don't think they started camp yet. They're still on just summer training like we are now. What position does he play? Uh, he's a wide receiver. He's a, he's a skill guy. Good. Yeah, good for him. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, good and grateful for yourself to be able to play with him your last year um, at Hendrickson. Yeah. But from that junior year, like you said, like one of your favorite memories, winning that championship, uh, that following winter in December of uh, 2019, you signed your letter of intent to play at Villanova. Um you know, was there was there any other schools that kind of had your interest and you were kind of like on the borderline or were you like, nah, Villanova is like the school that I'm going to go to? Yeah, I mean, there were definitely – like Villanova wasn't really on my radar from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely visited – I think the first school I visited was UConn. And I just saw like going from the high school to the college level, like the difference in like facilities to, like, within itself was just like eye-opening. Because UConn is a very nice, like, indoor and outdoor facility. Um, and I think from there, like, I didn't really – I wasn't really focusing on Villanova. Like, I, they weren't really on my radar. And I was just trying to, like, get my name out there. And then after I met Coach Devine at Rutgers and he invited me to one of their camps, I went and then I visited. And then all the other schools just it didn't matter. And I was like, this is the place I want to play for. Yeah, and you got to finish out your senior year after that. Um, but before, like, the pandemic started and everything, uh, you know, during, like, before we graduated, what was your mindset after that? Because did it did it affect, like, did you kind of have second thoughts about after you signed your letter of intent? Or was there, like, a decision where you were like, oh, I might, you know, choose this school now? Or what was your headset or your mindset like during that pandemic time after senior year? Um, yeah, I feel like during that time I was just like, uh, nothing really wavered in that. Like I feel like I was always, I was just like, what, 
kind of just affected me was when we were going to report. So we were supposed to report in the like what we usually do now in like the middle of July, but not the end of end of June, beginning of July. And that got pushed back because of COVID. And then we were gonna go in August and then that got pushed back again. And it was just like a whole lot of uncertainty. We'd have team meetings once a week with the head coach and everyone was on Zoom. And he would just be telling us, like, I don't have any new information for you guys. Um, no one really knows what's going on. And from there, we just ended up recording with the rest of the students. So like looking back on like the younger kids now, like they all come early and they get to know the whole team. Um, so like my freshman year, it was kind of like, it was different because we came back with the regular students. We didn't get to spend as much time. Um, we weren't allowed in a locker room because of restrictions. I think we definitely like missed out on a, like a good amount of things, but there was no like wavering and if I want to go to a different school because this is the school I wanted to and like that, the COVID didn't change that. Yeah, so you guys didn't have like a season at all. You guys didn't play any games that year. We did have a spring season. Right, okay. Um, so the fall we kind of took off because um, we weren't allowed and we did like workouts, a lot of like lifting, uh, it was like everyone's at their own rack. Um, we had the mask on. Um, we were only outside on the field, like, I don't know, like maybe 10 times. Mm. So then, like, once things started to, like, relax down in the spring, we were like, we're going to try to have a spring season. And we ended up having, I think it was six games or five games. Ah, it was like four years ago. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> but it was... It was a good experience. I mean, there was no one in the stands because of like restrictions and everything. But I, it was like when we played our, like I got to play in my first game. Um, so that was definitely getting my feet wet was good. So yeah, it was, it was a spring season. It didn't count towards anything, but it definitely offered me like an opportunity to just see what how like, how fast the game was at the college level. Yeah, so you said you played about like five or six games, and you played in in two, right? Or uh, I think I played in three of them. Okay, with, was two was of them was one. One of them was Rhode Island, right? I did play with. Uh, I think I had like eleven plays. Or yeah, you you always remember the first times you get to play. I think the first game I had like three plays in. Right. So it wasn't anything like crazy, but it was just like, all right, let's get the freshman's feet wet. Right. Yeah, we'll get into those two those questions as well. But um, the question that Nick and Tom they wanted me to ask you, and I'm I'm curious as well because, like we said, you played a guard in high school, and then now you transitioned over to um the center on the line now. So, when did that part of your game kind of like transition? Like, how did you transition into a center, and just like you know, what was the mindset like going into it, and who told you to predominantly change to that position? Yeah, so I think the last couple games of senior year of high school, um. The online coach, Coach Amano Villanova, told me that they were leaning towards me being a center. So then I played a few games. They just threw me in there for a couple downs at the center. So like that was like the beginning of it, which was it was it was all like I was still new with it. Like I I was still trying to like figure out how to snap the ball and block at the same time, which is always the hardest part of being being a center. And then from going from that to like the college level, um, I started out as guard because he wanted to like not overwhelm me. Um, put me at one position, right guard. 
And then later on, I started playing center more and more. My first games, I played guard in because I didn't think I was um, ready to play center because coming to the college level, playing center is basically leading the O-line, reading the defense, calling the blocking schemes. If you can't do that or if you mess that up, the whole line is off track. And then that affects how well you pass the ball and how well you run the ball. So I think it was definitely a lot to like make that adjustment just from going from playing guard, I think the majority of my career and back to and playing center. But overall now, I think I'm, I think I'm used to it. I played guard and center interchangeably and I can snap step. So it's not really a big problem anymore. It's just um, the mental piece now is just playing new opponents. And it's like preparing on film, what they're going to show, what blitzes they're going to run on and what the best call. Yeah. And along kind of the same lines as earlier talking about like high school coaches and trainers and stuff um, so far throughout your, your collegiate career, who have been some of the guys that have helped shape you into the player that you are now? And um, again, like with that, that role change, like just talk about some guys that have really helped you like just progress your game. Yeah. I think I touched upon um, Kevin and Joe back from Rhode Island who really helped me get my body and like just from a physical standpoint to the next level from allowing me to get from that scrawny 250 to 285 and having coaches see the potential and just coming like to Villanova, I definitely want to think like the line coach Devon for developing, developing me into the player I am as well as the strength staff and even the training room to keep me healthy after all these years. Yeah. And going back to what we were talking about too, like your first taste of, of college football, um, you registered after the COVID year, right? Yeah. So the, my freshman year with the COVID year didn't even count towards eligibility. Yep. And then I registered in my sophomore year. Okay. So yeah. Then after that, that was when you really got, you know, your first kind of taste when you said the spring ball, uh, about five or six games you guys played, you guys played against Rhode Island. Um, okay. Again, just really like what, what was that, that first taste like just elaborating a little bit on that. Like we were talking about earlier, like just getting your, your first minutes in your first college game. Yeah, it was definitely like, like eye-opening, I would say, because I would we'd call the play. Um, what was different is we're kind of a no-huddle offense. So just like getting a call from like your stance on the line and going straight from play to play was definitely different from what I was used to in high school. We would huddle, huddle and then run up to the line. So like that was different. And just like the the pace of the game was different. Like it's the same fundamentals, but everyone is just bigger, faster, and stronger. And it just happens at a faster pace. So I think I was just like, I was more worried about my assignment, which kind of slowed down my blocking. And then as I, the more games I played in, which is to be expected as a freshman, you're just trying not to mess up. And I feel like I definitely moved past that uh, sophomore year. Yeah, and, and kind of like the same – along the same kinds of lines, like you played Rhode Island a few years back and uh, more than one time, but just your first time playing Rhode Island, playing your home state, you know, what was that feeling like? Uh, and obviously it was during COVID, so there was no fans, but, um, you know, just describe that feeling, being able to play uh, Rhodey for the first time. Yeah, it was definitely like – like I was like, that's my home state. Like, that's where I'm from. And 
there's one thing that really did stuck out to me after like all these years was just like I really only knew a handful of guys on the team. Mm. Like I just remember like I was just looking at the whole team and I'm like, wow, like I really don't know like anyone on like the offensive line starting right now. I don't know, the quarterback, um, besides the coaches who I was like recruiting with, like I knew them. Um, we said hi. I said hi to Flanagan after the game. Uh, shook his hand because he was a interesting guy. Uh, helped me through my recruiting process with uh, URI. But I think there's just like, like kind of thinking like how I was like I don't really know like half this team, and I'm like that's kind of funny because like people from Rhode Island always say like you know everyone. So I always thought that was that's just one thing that kind of stuck with me. Yeah, and kind of along the same lines as that too. Like you, you know, first two few times being on the field. Um, what was your welcome to college moment? You know, the first time you realized, like, all right, this is the big leagues. This isn't high school anymore. Like you said, the pay, the game, the pace of the game has changed. Like, just welcome to college moment. What was that like for you? Uh, I think the welcome to college moment was I ran on the field. Um, I think I was a, I think I was a sophomore, and I remember one of the D linemen was like, "Oh, here comes the freshman," mm. and I just chuckled to myself. I'm like, "All right, like, and yeah." And oh, from the I other team. Up, yeah, the other team. Yeah. Go, here comes the freshman. And I kind of just laughed to myself. And then I ended up – I blocked the guy. And I was like, all right, so what are you going to say now? Like, Yeah. But it was always like that. I think that was like kind of more of a funny moment of like a welcome to college. Yeah. And, and like, again, the following season, again, like I, I emphasize Rhode Island a lot because that's where we're from. So um, yeah. just looking at some of those numbers, I mean, uh, the season after that, um, you guys put up season high records of uh, 297 rushing yards and uh, 511 total offensive yards. So, I mean, like, just is there a different mindset going into the games against Rhode Island because that's where you're from? Or is it kind of just, all right, it's another game, you know, another another, te- another team we have to beat, like, type mentality? Like, what is that like for you going into playing roadie? Yeah, I feel like it's definitely just it's another game. It's another chance to do your job, get better, and that's – all it is and then after the game then it's like oh like oh like i'll see the guys i know more guys on the team now from younger from high school days so like after the game it's definitely like catch up say what's going on but before that the mentality is just it's a game you can't be friends with anyone until after the game's over yeah and, and being able to play in more games you know year after year um played in about like seven out of the 12 last year um, you know, just again, like the role that you have now, like how have you just seen yourself progress one as a football player, two as a student, you know, just over these past few years and coming into this new season now? I feel like I've definitely progressed more mentally. Uh, I feel like I was more hesitant as center because I wasn't assured with everything going on. And then I would say now I'm, I'm sure in what I'm going to call and just going from there, it kind of like leading by example from that front because when you're if you're trying to tell everyone what to do and you're not really sure it's not really like the best outcome they're like oh like here comes a center that doesn't really know what's going on but now I feel like I know what I'm going I know what's going on I know what I'm doing the guys trust me that I'm going to do my job to give them the best chance we have to win so you feel like more so like you're one of like the team leaders in a sense at the center position now yeah, within the O line, I feel like I definitely am. 
great. And, and looking back at it too, what has been one of the toughest matchups throughout your career so far at the college level? Um, I feel like a lot of the games are tough. It's one thing looking back on the high school level is the length of the game. Like it's um, there's been a games when we've had over ninety snaps, and it's it's a long game, especially when it's hot outside. Like just staying assignment and physically correct the entire time, it's definitely a challenge. And I feel like just going from that to where it was just Hendrick and football, where we would just drive down the field and score a touchdown and snap in the finger, where it's you're gonna fight for every yard in college yeah what's been your favorite part of of playing at the college level so far or um I mean, like like something similar to high school like your favorite high school moment what's been like your favorite moment so far at the college level or your most memorable um, my favorite moment um i was on the sidelines but probably beating jmu uh, because we've been playing the program as jmu i've been playing jmu since I don't know how many years, and we seem to never beat them. And then being on the team that watched them not get that first down to end up having them lose the game was definitely like a jaw-dropping moment. Everyone was jumping up and down on the sidelines. Uh, we were going crazy. And ultimately, that's, that's what helped us get the um, CAA uh, championship. Gotcha. Yeah, that's kind of everything I got lined up for you, Jake. I mean, I usually do like a little quick speed round before we end things off. So I got like three or four like quick questions to ask. Um, so first one I got for you is your favorite football player and why? Um, that's a that's, there's a there's a good there's a good amount. I mean, they're all Patriots guys because mm. we're from Rhode Island. I definitely admire Tom Brady's like grit. I would say just for being. I know he just retired, but playing football that long and to still be performing at that high level it's it's amazing because like there's one thing like if you're not a football player sometimes it's hard to like grasp how much of a toll it takes on your body and just for him to still be performing at that high of a level after all these years is just incredible for sure and uh next question if you could play uh, in any stadium in the world where would it be and why I think I'd want to play at probably Lincoln Financial just because I've seen it from a distance. Um, the Eagles have grown on me here. Um, unfortunately, they didn't win the Super Bowl, but because like, the Patriots weren't doing too hot. So like after four years down in Philly, the birds have grown on me. So I think I want to, I think I want to give that a shot over there. Gotcha. And what has been one of the coolest stadiums you've played in so far throughout like your entire career? I think the coolest might have been Penn State mm -hmm. uh, on my junior year. Just like hearing the crowd, all the fans at the fully packed stadium. I think they they fit a lot of people into that stadium. I don't even I don't have the number off the top of my head, but it's it was a crazy amount of number like people, and it was loud. And I think that was like the best, like crowd atmosphere that we played in. Yeah, and lastly to wrap up, if you weren't playing football, where do you think your profession would take you? What would you be doing if you weren't playing football, and why? If I wasn't playing football, I don't think I'd be at Villanova. 
Um, I feel like the big thing that brought me here was football. And without it, I wouldn't be on my radar. And I think I probably would have stayed closer to home, maybe somewhere in um, Massachusetts or state of Rhode Island. And I think I would have just been, I don't know where, I don't know. It's kind of a tough question because it's like, but it's such a integral part of like who I am since right. I was five. Yeah, no, exactly. And like for me, like someone going into broadcasting and stuff like that, if I wasn't doing that, I wouldn't be hosting a podcast. I wouldn't be going, probably going to URI. I really don't know what I'd do because for all of us, sports has been such a huge part of our lives and it's really shaped us, like yeah. you said, into who we are and what we do. So, um, but that concludes this episode, Jake. You can cross being on a podcast off your bucket list. First podcast <laughs> in the history of Jake Picard's collegiate career. So, like I said, I, I appreciate you for joining me, Jake. Uh, what'd you think of the podcast and who might you want to see as a guest? Uh, in the future. Uh, I think we should definitely uh, bully X into getting on here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm trying. Definitely want to get, get them the, on. Get the vibe of what it's like to win two national championships. For sure, man. And this episode will probably be out, I'm thinking, next week. Um, but, you know, I'll keep you updated on all that stuff and when it drops. And, um, you know, for all you guys watching, uh, support Jake for this next upcoming season, the 2023 season for the Villanova Wildcats. Like, comment, subscribe. Keep running up Camp's Corner. We'll see you guys in the next episode.